orange. Okay, we're live. Someone's calling you. Okay, welcome, Carrie Mitchell. Ah, uh, thanks, Lorenz. <laughs> the first podcast, the pilot. Let's see how it goes. <laughs> There's gonna be a, a few screw-ups and whatever. I'm a little bit nervous about this, but I think it'll be good. Uh, my name is Lorenzo. Welcome to Living in Toronto. Today's first guest is Carrie Mitchell. Carrie is a friend of mine that I met at uh, Sky Regional slash Air Canada when I used to be a flight attendant with her. And she is originally from Australia. Where are you from? Melbourne? Is yeah. that where you're from? Melbourne. I'm a Melbourneite. Yeah, yeah. Um, so background a little bit to the show. It started with um, the thought of... Okay, with um, with me um, kind of missing the social aspect of uh, of drinking because I don't drink anymore, and so I remember when I used to go out, go for a cigarette, and um, talk to people like random people about their stories and where they're from, and I thought that was really interesting because everyone had a completely different story, and so I thought, why don't I just do the same thing all over again, but this time record it, and just hear where you know, people are from and what their story is and how they ended up in Toronto, how they like Toronto and all that fun stuff. So, Carrie, welcome. Love it. Thanks. So, I it's kind of embarrassing that we met working at Sky Regional and I am the only <laughs> flight attendant, I think, that is still there from my class. Everybody else decided to move on to another career somewhat and i am stuck in the vortex of flying so i love to try i don't i don't think that's embarrassing i think i think that works for you and yeah if you like it i've Stick told to you you should come do real estate with me and you're like no no, yes. no it's okay i like flying i should do everything i should do real estate i should continue with my health coaching business i should you travel should. you should yeah should just continue to be an octopus that's what life feels like sometimes <laughs> um that's tough. i love that you're doing this because um Back in the day when I was not doing my health coaching and realizing um, how bad cigarettes are for you, yeah. I too used to partake in the good old Siggy conversation yeah. out yeah. in the uh, courtyards and whatever for a lot of bars and nightclubs. And that is typically where you have some of the best conversations. Yeah, 100%. 100%. You, <laughs> you always wake up the next morning with like five different random people's phone numbers in yeah, your phone yeah, and yeah. have somehow made an appointment yeah. like next week to go out and get together and whatever it is. And then you never hear from each other and nope, that's that. Nope. Um, but Lorenz, I, I think you should sort of explain how like you met a lot of people like smoking and drinking, but why things have changed for you surrounding that. Uh, part of it is just trying to become uh, the best version of myself. And in order to be successful, especially if one has uh, lofty goals, you really have to eliminate things that don't work or aren't good for you i guess one like vices if you will mm -hmm. in order to 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 get to where you want to go yeah and um interestingly enough like i was complete mess you know like i love drinking and obviously i made a lot of bad decisions because of that but what that <laughs> as we do <laughs> yeah, fun times fun times um but um actually that frustrated me so what i i acquired the skill of uh drinking a shit ton and being able to handle myself and wake up the next day, not necessarily remembering things, because mostly I never remember anything, mm -hmm. but knowing that if 
you know, talking to my friend who was like basically my memory. Mm. I asked him like, did I do anything crazy last night? Mm -hmm. Was anything bad? He's like, no, you were good. And it's funny enough, right after I like acquired that skill, if you will, that I was like, I didn't go out for a few weeks and that just turned into like a few months. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh, let me just do a year. Right. And now I'm over a year. I'm like, I'm going to do one more year. Yeah. And in fact, it might be even like four years, you know, <laughs> you know, who knows? <laughs> and so how long has it been? Uh, about a year and like three months. A year and three months. Somewhere around there, yeah. And what's the greatest thing that you've noticed for yourself since um, stopping? Just uh, clarity, balance, yeah. steadiness, yeah. less roller coaster. Like my whole thing is I'm a very extreme Right. So like, for example, when it comes to the gym, I might not go for like a few weeks and then mm -hmm. when I go, I go like crazy and I mm -hmm. burn myself out. Mm -hmm. uh, same with work. Like I might not work for like a few weeks and then I'll just work like crazy and like make some money and then they're like, I oh, know I'm just going to chill. Yeah. And then I because of because of this, I've learned to to just be more steady and be consistent and like like balanced, you know, like Zen, if you will. Love it. Yeah. I love how I've hijacked this and now I feel like I'm no, interviewing no, you. Okay. This, is, <laughs> this is totally okay. This is what it's all about. It's just having a conversation, you know? So, so one of the, so the biggest thing for you was doing this and me being here because you wanted to, I know how much you love Toronto. You're yeah, like, I do, I do. 110%. I did before though. I didn't like, like Toronto for like a while. You're a Kitchener boy. Yeah. 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 I came from Kitchener. Like I would, so like I've been in Toronto for eight years right? and like I've got some friends in my friendship circle who are like hardcore, diehard like Torontonians. Really? Love this city and like if we're ever having a conversation about Toronto, they like protect it through and through. Um, yeah, I wouldn't go that far because I okay. can like easily shit on Toronto okay, for okay. a bunch of things. Okay. Yeah. Because little... I've been around, like remember like I flew around and I've seen some places. Some other places. Yeah, like yeah. New York is probably one of the greatest cities in the world. Now, mind you, I haven't okay. been to Asia yet, but you know it's uh, new york is amazing so some people have this like love hate relationship with toronto and it was interesting the other day i was coming back from fort lauderdale and i was sitting next to this guy and we we're having a good old chit chat and he goes to me australian i'm like yeah he's like oh he goes i went to uh brisbane with like he lived in england for like 11 years and he went um on a work golfing tour and he goes all right i won't swear but he's like why the you know, would you leave Australia <laughs> yeah, to come yeah, yeah, yeah. to Toronto? I'm like, well, I was like 20, 25, 26 at the time when yeah. I left Australia and um, I needed a change yeah. and I wanted to get to know who I was. Like every good Australian, we go walk about and we typically yeah, go and live. <laughs> yes, we typically go live in another country so that we can get to know who we are um, and just experience other cultures and right. something different. Um, I thought I'd come here for a year or two and then go back to Australia. Right. Um, however, I got sucked into the vortex that is Canada and Toronto and living, did experiencing you, things from... Did yeah. you come here and then get the Sky Regional job right away? Or? Um, so, no, when I arrived, so basically I'd saved up enough money to take a year off work yeah. and I wanted to travel. Um so I'm like, yeah, I'm going to come to Toronto. It's all about me. It's all about getting to know who I am. And then I met my ex-boyfriend, yep. who you know. Um, and so one of the things for me, I had always wanted to be a flight attendant. Right. And my mum was just waiting for me to move to another country because I'd lived in England when I was 20. Um, and then I came to Toronto and then met my ex, who was a pilot, um, I didn't get the year till like I didn't get the job till a year after being okay, here. Okay. 
Um, it's funny how that worked out too. Eh? But it's like everyone that I was meeting was in the industry and I'm just like, right. okay, it's my time. Like yeah. I, I probably should have got a job at Qantas when I was 18. That would have right. been the smart thing to do oh, sure. um, and experience that back in Australia. But everything works at its perfect time. Yeah. And it was like everyone around me worked in the industry and oh, – It might have timed out. Um, it timed out. Anyway. Sorry, guys, that was just the uh, – we're getting a little sad over here because the uh, video just stopped. Um, i sucker in there. So – Anyway, sorry, everyone. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, it was interesting. I think, like, I, I came here – I came here to travel. My intention was to come to Canada to travel. Yeah. And then I landed uh, this job, which I love very much, um, flight attending, which has been amazing. And, um, yeah, my intention was set. I'm kind of, like, can't let go of it. And that's, like, one of the biggest reasons for me being here in Toronto. And, like, I've made so many friends. Love the food. Love the cocktails. Great love city for that. Look, I, like, yeah. out of a lot of places in the world, like, again, other than New York, uh, Toronto has some of the best food in the world. And I'll yep. tell you the reason why. It's not just like the best of one type of food. It's the best of a every, bunch of cultures. Every, yeah. Because yeah, yes. there's so many like cultures that uh, come here. Yeah. And there's a lot of people that bring some really, really, really delicious food. 100%. And I like variety. You know, like I like variety. <laughs> I bet you as do, Lauren. As, as, <laughs> 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 Lost it. Just, yeah. Just, <laughs> um, I, I eat like very simple at home, but I like variety when I eat out. And, yeah. you know, you can get like the best of everything. Mm -hmm. here. Mm -hmm. Where a lot of places like in the world you can't, like especially in Europe, but they don't have that much variety correct you know? like you can't get like necessarily a lot of indian food or you know like or or asian or whatever it's like it's not as common as it is mm -hmm. here but we have so much of it and it's mm -hmm. absolutely amazing I yeah love that. you know it was funny it was like i think i'd been living here for four years before i'd had a jamaican patty wow. and i was like coming from especially a lot of my friends from the caribbean and I was at the airport one day and down in the cafeteria they got like a, for the staff, there's, I don't know if you've been down there, yeah, you can yeah. pick up some Caribbean yeah, food. Yeah. And I can't, I'm trying to think, I think it might have been Jermaine that I was flying with. And I said to him, I was like, I've never had a Jamaican patty before. And he just about fell on the ground. He's like, are you serious? You've oh, been man. here this. Anyway, and yeah, just like totally hooked after that. It's but... one of my favorite foods, like just to pick up and go. Yeah. Yeah, I've eaten a lot of those. I had the best one at uh, Caravana this year. Yeah. Like one of the like, you know, little food trucks there yeah. or whatever. And I like, I, they were good to me. And then I had a fresh one made from like right there. Yeah, that's it was right. It a completely different one. <laughs> yeah, I'm into that. And you know what? One of the coolest things about Toronto is like every time I go to a function or a party yeah. um, or even when I think about my friendship group, it's like everyone is from like everyone is from a different corner of the globe. Most yeah. people like a lot of a lot of my so I'm like 34. So a lot of people my age typically were raised here. Um, same when I think about my friends in here, Australia. Like Toronto like, or here like Toronto, Canada? In, oh. in Toronto. Okay. Yeah. Um, same with Melbourne. Melbourne's super multicultural. So when I think about okay. my friendship groups, I love that, especially for our generation. And I've noticed this with Toronto, like so much is that I'm standing there in a group and you might have a friend, like, you know, backgrounds, Korean, the other one's Japanese, yeah. you know, the other one's Trini. Yeah. Um, you got, you know, I've got a 
couple of girlfriends from like the UK or Ireland and it's like everyone brings such a cool influence yeah. and it's just like there's nothing but love and that's what I love so much about my generation mm-hmm. um, of people. Like I think that's super, super cool to be able to have that and everyone's just culturally mixing and I feel that vibe in Toronto and I don't know what the stats are but I think it's the most spoken languages in Toronto um, out of any city in the world, I believe. I think that's sort of what I'd heard. And that, look, that's just my experience um, with Toronto and one of the biggest things that draws me here. Like I feel um, I've grown so much as a person. I think that's kind of what I'm hooked to with living in Toronto is that I feel um, I the personal development and the growth that I've gone through living in the city right. maybe wouldn't have happened. I don't think it would have happened if I had a stayed in my friendship groups and close to my oh, family yeah, back sure in not. Australia. Yeah. Like I don't, it wouldn't. Too the much pe- comfort zone. You got to get rid of it. You yeah. got to just start from scratch. Totally. I did the same thing. I live like pretty much, I cut off everyone that I used to know in Kitchener. Yeah. You know? Yeah. There's it's like no need. You become like, I, I've become this version of myself that I love so much. And yeah. the reason why I think I'm still here in this city is maybe there's a, a there's like an identity crisis in ways that I think I have that maybe if I go back to Australia that I'm going to be like You're the Kerry. Yeah, I'm like, going to be the Kerry right, in my right, early right. 20s and yeah, I don't yeah. necessarily want to go back to that. I, that's not the case. There's yeah. too much change and growth that's happened for me in a positive sense. Um, but like when you go back to australia do you feel like you revert to those old ways at all yeah Uh, not in the no like when i go home like so for those who know australian culture we love to drink like a lot um but i'm someone that's really heavy into like health and fitness so when i go home it's typically now that i'm in my 30s it's like more about getting together with the girls to go to yoga and like spending quality time with family it's very different to the uh clubbing carry that I used to be back in the day and <laughs> um but it's still you know I kind of have that I feel I don't know how it is for people that have come here from other countries but sometimes it can feel like although I've grown in one direction in a personal development sense like a lot of my friends back home have got married and had babies and and chosen that path I mean I, so that's funny. just not typically that's not a path that I ever saw myself doing I always saw myself traveling the world and um, experiencing as much as I can culturally Um, so that was my choice but you know sometimes it sort of triggers you a little bit you know you go home and I experienced that I went through Romania like a a few a few months ago and I was not a fan I'm like I'm not I'm not gonna go back for a while because of that okay like I just there's no there's nothing interesting there for me right you know like some of my like old friends uh you know they love romania right yeah like oh yeah the culture's great and the music and the girls i'm like look first of all like there's way better food here yeah there's a bunch of girls here yeah and there's better career opportunities here right. and like you know like way of life you know what i mean like what right. the hell do i need to go i only went back to see my grandparents so i don't need to like go back to that mm-hmm. you know like it's a second world country you know mm-hmm. it's not like first mm-hmm. world like canada mm-hmm. What do you think? So, like, I love having these conversations with people, and especially on the plane because I get time to yeah, have a good old chit chat. Yeah, the yeah, plane's yeah, a yeah. good place to have yeah. a good old chit chat. Yeah, yeah. And like, one of the biggest questions that um, I often get asked, like, people are like, "Where are you from?" I'm like, oh, "I'm from Australia." They're like, "Why would you move to Canada?" And they're like, yeah, yeah, "Everyone's trying to like yeah. sunny and perfect." Yeah, and like, yeah. Just, yeah. It's like you know, you still got the same problems no matter where you live in the world. Um, but a lot of a lot of Canadians will ask me that question. They're like, "Oh." You know, so many Canadians are trying to get to Australia and I know I'll end up back there one day. But one of the things that um, 
one of the things I wanted to ask you is this conversation comes up a lot and I have a little bit of a theory on it um, that Torontonians can be a little closed off like with engaging like sometimes people get a little shocked if you just strike up a bit of a random conversation a with them like yeah that. a little antisocial yeah and like I feel like that can be the case in colder cities typically yeah but this is my this is something I really do believe in um is people respond as treated so I notice when my vibe's high I'm in a great mood and yeah. I like have a bit of a chit chat or a joke with someone in the elevator yeah. like people are cool and whenever right. I whenever I like when I came to the city, like I'm super social. Like I had a circle of girlfriends within three weeks. I would go out on my own to jazz bars because I love jazz music. <laughs> yeah, and I yeah. feel like it's a really safe environment to yeah. meet new people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, I had like within the first month, I had some very close girlfriends that I'd already made. But Sorry, I do. Sorry, out real quick. Do you still listen to jazz? Oh, yeah, I love it. Oh, we got to yeah, go. Okay, yeah. Cool. yeah, Reservoir Lounge okay, was cool, the cool, first cool. place I went to. It was very yeah. nice. Sorry, go on, um, girls. So this is my theory on things is, yeah, people respond as treated. So if you make the first initiation and steps, because I do know, yeah, like I've got a lot of Australian friends that have moved here and they've struggled to make that connection. I'm sure it's the same for anyone moving from overseas. But they're such like social people. Like I don't even see them like struggling with that. No. They just go, g'day, mate. How's yeah, it going? Yeah, just like, hey, what's up? Can I get you a beer? <laughs> but it's... um. Yeah, like what's your take on like the way, like so if we're talking like strangers, so it's different within friendship groups. Like I feel like everyone's awesome in the city, especially when you're friends with them. They're cool. Yeah, 100%. But when people are strangers sort of building relationships, what's your take on it? Yeah, they definitely have some uh, walls up. And I've been thinking a lot about this and I can't figure out, you know, why they're so defensive because like it's such a safe place here in Canada, like compared to um, like New York or compared to like, you know, a lot of places in Europe where there's some shit that goes down, right? Mm -hmm. um, this, this place is like, you go into like what people are like the projects here and I'm just like, what projects, man? Like, what are you talking about? Like, this is super safe. Do you know what I mean? Um, you, are, you are a kitchener boy. <laughs> why? <laughs> No, I'm, I'm just thinking there are there is some stuff that goes down in Toronto. Yeah, but sure. like, come on, like, it's fine, you know, like, <laughs> I, like I, I've been to like Detroit, you know, I've okay. been to Detroit and yeah. I've walked the streets of Detroit, like all at all hours of the day, mm -hmm. like literally from all 24 hours I've alone in some mm -hmm. sketchy ass neighborhoods, mm -hmm. you know, and I, what I did was stupid. I was okay. I was okay. Okay. But I feel like if I were to do that here, I would, I would be even less worried. You know, yeah, I've never felt unsafe in Toronto. There's like, you know, there's only a few areas that are unsafe and that's fine. They're more unsafe than the rest of Toronto. But like if you go to like King West or Entertainment District or Queenest or whatever, you know, everyone's very um, standoffish, I, I guess you could say. And I, I, I actually don't understand why. Like we live in like one of literally the greatest cities in the world and everyone's kind of like really tense for whatever reason. And Do I just you think that's that an unsafe thing or, or people... Like that, that's what I'm saying. Like there's no reason to, for them to be like that. Cause it's a really safe, like place, safe space. Right. So it's like, if someone comes up to you, they're not meaning to harm you or anything like that. They're just trying to say hello. Right. Right. Like, like back home in Romania, like, um, and a lot of Eastern European countries, there's beggars that come up to you. Right. You know, and they like, some of them are safe. Some aren't, some are really aggressive. Right. So it's just like over there, I could see why people are like, hey, don't like get away from me. Mm -hmm. But here, there's no reason for that. Yeah. So that doesn't make sense to me. Right. 
Um, so it's it's interesting that you have that that sort of take on it because I think the, the thing that doesn't make sense, especially with like the nightclub culture, is oh yeah. So okay, so you talking if we're talking like King King West. Um, King and Queen West, right? Yeah. People going out to bars and clubs. So, okay, youth. if you're not, okay, so like, let's say you go That's out with your point. own yeah, yeah, social yeah. group. Yeah, 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 yeah. If yeah. you're out with your own social yeah. group, fair enough. Maybe yeah, yeah. someone comes up to you, you kind of like go away. Like I'm yeah. out to have a good time with my friends. But if you're at a, a bar or a club and you are out like dressed up, scoping the scene yeah. and people come up and talk to you and you've got an attitude problem, like there's a lot of egos going on and it's just like, <laughs> Where has it gone that you can't just have a conversation with someone and get to, like, I don't know. Because I'm everyone's trying to, like. Trying to be cool. Trying to be cool and trying to, like, level up. So, like, like let me talk to you to see what you know, what you can do for me, you know. Uh, is that what it is? It's all like that, you know. Um, <laughs> and other places, again, New York, <laughs> uh, is not is not like that. So, that's, that's probably why. Um, well, I, another thing that I just thought of as you were saying that, like King West, Queen West, like downtown, a lot more young people. But if you go to like um, Midtown or Yorkville, mm. right, to those mm. places where mm. there's a lot more older adults, if you will, yeah. right, like 45, 50, yeah. you can approach them, you can talk to them. Oh, they um, have yeah. absolutely no attitude. Yeah. It's just the young people that are very like, oh, why are you talking to me? What's What reason do you have to be <laughs> like, what the, what the fuck are you on about? <laughs> Relax, get out of here. You know, like that's some bullshit attitude to have. And the other thing that I just thought of is like, because in those other places in the world, um, you know, more lower class, less fortunate people or beggars, if you will, approach you so often. You're so used to getting approached that you're not even bothered by it. You can easily handle it, right? You're just right. like, hey, look, don't like, get out of here. You know, and I think people are so not used to like getting approached here that they have this like really weird attitude and they don't actually know how to react to it. I think there's several factors, but I still haven't actually gotten to the core of it yet. The but core, I think that it could just use the, improvement. The, the core, whole attitude of like, we, we, we live in like the greatest place uh, like in the world, I think. Toronto is like right. amazing. And I, I think mean, it's got its flaws. but Maybe it's like, these people I mean, haven't left they, and traveled. Yeah, that's <laughs> definitely one of the reasons. But it, depend, it depends what floats your boat, so to say. And it also, I think, look, Toronto's an expensive city to live in. Okay, but and... so is like New York. So what's the reason to be snobby towards someone okay. because you don't like Hang them on. or whatever? I looked, up, I looked up the percentages the other day. Like of living what? in New York is an extreme difference to living in Toronto exactly. cost-wise. Okay. Exactly. But Toronto, Toronto, if you want to look at it, is yep. the New York of Canada. Yes. It is. So yes. it's a business city. Yes. It's a great it's a great place for investments. It's yes. growing. People want to come here because yes. this is where the money is, right? Um. If you are living in Toronto and you're doing well financially, this yep. is a very fun place to live. Yep. But, you know, I had a girlfriend that used to live here and she was just like, it's like most people have two to three jobs and they're driving an Uber. Like yeah. life shouldn't be lived that. Like it's, it's But it too is. Much. Welcome to the big city. That's yeah, just how it goes. Yeah, welcome to the big city. And then no. You know, you think people in New York people don't hustle stressed. the same way? People are Even stressed. in LA, people yeah. like hustle the same way. Yeah. You There's know, a lot of stress. Two or three jobs. There's a lot of stress going on and that, I don't know. I personally just. I think it. I honestly, here's another thing. What I think it could be a lack of gratitude. I think people just Correct. don't appreciate how amazing the city is. Okay, that's another way of looking at it. For I, sure. I really do think that. You know. What appreciates appreciates. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> so you feel as if people aren't appreciate. Okay. Yeah, and I think is like, 
there are other places in the world that are better in some regards um, than Toronto, especially as seen by like young people, mm -hmm. you know? Um, and I think that's very short sighted because there's a lot, there's, there's, there's reasons why there's a lot of um, older people that come back to Toronto that invest in Toronto, like in real estate, mm -hmm. you know, like you're not buying hundreds of thousands or millions of dollars worth of property. If you don't think it's a good, safe place, amazing place to be. You know, and there's a lot more even um, international investors that are buying like pitotaires here, you know, because they love coming here. The city is becoming an international hub. Yeah. You know, no and I think as like it. young people, they get so excited to go anywhere else but here because this is all they've known for a little while. Mm -hmm. that They don't actually appreciate the value of the city. Mm -hmm. Like New York is amazing. Don't get me wrong. But it's a lot easier to make it here and have like, you know, some of those benefits that that place does or L.A. or whatever mm -hmm. it might not have the same like renowned name or heritage yet because we're just not that over the city we're actually yeah. like Very you know young. like on paper we're 100 years but realistically like toronto's only like 40 years old <laughs> like the way we know it now the way we see it like if you look around mm -hmm. you like it did not look like this 30 years ago yeah you no know what i mean it's super the super city chill. line yeah. yeah and it's only especially with all the condos going up yeah only. condos businesses like yeah. everything technology mm -hmm. centers mm -hmm. you know mm -hmm. it's, it's just mm -hmm. exploding mm -hmm. uh, i like i'm i'm basically calling it what the what the uh um the roaring 20s was in new york is what's happening here mm -hmm. in toronto now that's mm -hmm. yeah, cool we'll see uh i think in time people will change but it's just it as everything else it's like progress is slow right right especially when it comes to like changing society like patterns and habits and thoughts and stuff correct so what do you what do you think um for anyone that's maybe listening to this like what would you like to see more of in this city of Toronto <laughs> from your point I'm going to tell you directly the thing that like bothers me the absolute most. Yeah. Fucking street cars. Street cars. I hate street cars with the utmost passion. Well, it's people, just like people the need oldest to get around. No, but it's the oldest technology with lipstick on it, which is absolute garbage. Like you don't see any other world-class city that has freaking street cars, you know, like literally just look around none of them have street cars they have subways you know? yeah you go underground right yeah that's my biggest pet peeve everything uh, else i think the city's perfect aren't they doing something about that down here near liberty nah. no nah. weren't they nah. yeah and that's the thing that's interesting with the in infrastructure of this city like they don't God, know how to do infrastructure yeah yet. like very that's confusing my, okay that's my highways other, are brutal yeah it's brutal. Uh, infrastructure and the uh toronto design board I think that's what they're called. The there's like just like a group of like I think three people that approve all the like buildings that are coming up and what they're supposed to look like. They are I'm just gonna refrain from using the words that I want to, and I'm just gonna say not cool. Okay. Let's just say that because I've okay. got a bunch of other adjectives. Okay. <laughs> um cool. So if you look at all these buildings that you don't like here and they're all like glass boxes that you hate, yeah. you can thank them for that. Yeah. Yeah. Because like developers want to build weirder, cooler yeah, things, but they're like, no, 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 this is too progressive for us. Oh, like, that's the thing. And then they like yeah. they dumb it down so like it fits in with everything else, and then it all looks the same. It's just garbage. Look, I do have to say that's one of the things I struggle a little bit with this city is like Melbourne's got really, really awesome architecture. I think yeah. Australia does in a general sense. Um, I mean, the other thing to be mindful of is obviously the weather constraints are different here as to the materials and things like yeah, that they yeah, can use. But still. But still, like, especially, I mean, they have it figured out. Look, look they could be a little not... bit more progressive with the way that they do. It's very like I can, I can literally pull up so many examples uh, of what the builder actually wanted to do. 
mm-hmm. and then what they ended up with because of the design board. Yeah. Right? And you'll be like, wait, what? That's the reason? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the like cool buildings, like cool buildings. Yeah. Sweet. Yes. Thank you, Toronto Design Board. <laughs> cool. Um, what's your biggest pet peeve about what don't you like about Toronto? Because we've discussed what you do like. You like the food. Love the food. Right? Love the, the bars. The bars, the diversity um, of people. Pet peeves. Ooh. Um, oh, God. Good question. Okay. All right. Um, I feel... I feel like sometimes people are just clones of one another. Oh, yeah, yeah. There's a lot Copycat. of copycatting. A lot, yeah. lot of copycatting. However, yeah. I say that, um, there are a lot of cool hipsters in this city that are very really? original. Oh. <laughs> Sorry, I don't, They're my I don't Malvinite agree. I don't agree. brothers and sisters, and they add this eclectic element, just like this cool little studio that we're sitting in doing this yeah. chat. But you know what's um, funny about them, though, is that like in them trying to be different, they all look like each other. Yes. Yes. But did you still, did you hear about the article of like this newspaper that put up a picture of this hipster and this hipster like freaked out like how dare they use this picture of him and it turns out it wasn't even him it was just someone that looked like him. <laughs> that's hilarious. Um, yeah, sometimes and and I think that's the conservativeness like exactly what we're talking about with the buildings and the things yeah. that, that I'm like. Part, hold on, hold just, on, real quick. Part of it yeah. is not their fault. It's not the people's fault. Part of it is like, for example, the market is too small here. Like if you yeah. go to you know, like another city in the world, I'm not going to say New York again, but like New York is like, you know, the one that I'm going to compare to because like we're like getting really close in comparison. Um, if you go there, you know, you get to shop at more than just, you know, uh, uh, Saks off Fifth or, right. or, or or Nordstrom or whatever, right? You have like all these small independent shops that are absolutely everywhere and they all have amazing, like cool product, right? right. Um, so everyone buys a lot of really, really unique stuff. They're not just mm-hmm. buying like name brand, Supreme, blah, 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 right. that everyone has. Like everyone just buying like yo i support this because it's my friend's friend or whatever and they have an amazing brand and they're gonna be someone yeah right so they support that and there's a bunch of other like cool brands and you know products that people are putting out so there's variety we don't have that here because the market just isn't here like there's no there's no market of scale yeah i think you i think i think you nailed it there and that's exactly what i mean is that it's sort of like i feel like it's like you go out for dinner let's go to milestones or jack astors and and you know you you shop at the bay um or Le Chateau, yeah. I ate that store. Yeah, me too. I'm like, why garbage. is this store expensive? I'm going to get it. Why is still around? I don't how get is, it. <laughs> how is Forever 21 bankrupt, but Le Chateau is still around? Uh, anyway, so there's just a couple of things like that because yet again, like, yeah, when you do look at some other cities around the world, they do have some pretty cool boutique things. But yet again, I'm kind of shooting myself in the foot because there are some amazing shooting. I'm shooting myself oh, okay. in the foot because <laughs> I'm saying that, but there are some pretty cool like boutique clothing stores there that are, been. There are. and the cool canadian designers and there are anyway so look it's, it's like a, it's, it's not just the, the stores not existing because they do exist more in toronto than all the other small cities in canada yeah. but the other reason that like as a society we're not used to like just taking the risk of buying yes. small yet yes it's kind of like you know and it's more expensive and people are box. like well you know like life's fucking pretty expensive over here so they're not going to like right you know they're they're not going to take that risk i don't know this brand we're very brand yeah. oriented yeah. here yes you know? i've noticed that. yeah and, and everyone like has to trust this brand like there's a lot of like lack of trust for yeah. whatever reason. and then everyone so starts looking the yeah. same this yeah. is and my there's, thing there's all the, the girls have the same Canada handbag juice, uh, like everyone, yeah, yeah all the yeah. girls like if you notice in winter every girl's got the same black jacket oh, on and me. you know what trust i'm 
was saying that, but it's in my black furry jacket sitting <laughs> over there. But it's like, and if I see one more girl wearing a pair of UGG boots out in Ew. the wet salts, Ew, I'm just gross. like, that is, girls that don't was do that. not the intention when they're made in Australia. Not, that was not the anymore. intention. It was not the intention. I'm just like, they are indoor are shoes. Are they actually made in Australia? They're, yeah. So surfers oh, made them shit. to no put way. on their feet after they come back from surfing. Really? Yeah. So that was the like thing. They're like furry boots. Why would you wear keep, that after surfing? To keep the feet warm, right? Because oh, you freak. Well, a lot of guys, like, you I mean, got. No, I'm not Have a. Have Yes, I've surfed, oh. and I'm a city girl. I am not a beach oh, surfer totally, girl, so uh, it was. I still want to do that. Yeah, but like a lot of guys, I mean, they still go surfing. I say guys, that's wrong. Guys and girls, they still go surfing in winter, right? People. So that was the original intention for the Ugg boot. And uh, anyway, they get so grimy here, and I'm like, no, yeah, no, like no, no, no indoor it. shoes. It. Just it looks crummy. Yeah. Anyway, so back to what I was saying. It's just anyway. A little bit of copycat syndrome. That's the only thing that. Yeah. In. It's just we're small. Areas. We're small. Small. But I do agree with that. From a few people that I've met from like the Nordic countries, they're a lot more uh, free thinking and individual. Like they don't support all the big name brand stuff. They really like support right, but local. That's a European mentality. Yeah, it's that's different. True, that's you can't true. talk that's that. True. You can't. That's you can't the thing about there. Toronto. It really that's... is unique, just in the fact that like as like diverse it is culturally. Like these little idiosyncrasies about it, you know, are like quite opposite of what you think yeah. they would be. Yeah, it's like it's a fifty-fifty here. Yeah. And look, it somehow bounces at, out. At the end of the day, life is how you look at it. So. You know, as much as I think Toronto is a grind and it can be a struggle, yeah. you also need to look at the greatness. It's amazing. That That is here. There's a lot of opportunity here. Yeah. There's no excuses for not being able to make it wherever you want to go because yeah, everything is possible yep. if you believe and you want to create certain things for yourself. Like I came to Toronto. I didn't know anyone. And I rocked up here with two suitcases. It's amazing. And I stayed. I stayed. You know what? The first time I decided to stay in a backpack I was here in Kensington Market and it was the biggest mistake of my life. I lasted two days and then I checked a in hostel? somewhere else. Why did I stay? Yeah, it was gross. Yeah. There was blood on really? the sheets. Ew. I was like, That's gross. It was disgusting. It was nasty. You know that not all hostels are like that horrible, right? No, I know oh, that. Okay, but just... everyone said to me, they're like, why would you do it in Toronto? It was your first time, like maybe in Europe. But not... anyway, yeah. it's a rookie mistake. Check myself point. out. Anyway. And... Um, so when you came here, you had like no plan. You just like bought a ticket. No. You're like, I'm going to figure it out once I land. I got a bus up. So I spent um, 10 days in Vegas, just about died. Um, I spent a month in You're LA. You're a lunatic. Yes. Well, spent back month, then, there yeah, was some reasons why. <laughs> yeah. Loved a good party. Yeah. Spent a month in LA, spent a month in New York, and then I got a bus up from New York. Wow, you Toronto. spent a month in New York, eh? Yeah. And then got a bus up here to Toronto. And uh, yeah, I didn't know anyone. I was like, all right, let's just figure this out. And yeah. It was hard. It was like April and I'm like, this place is freezing. And everyone was like, I'm like, why is this guy wearing shorts and t-shirt when it's like 16 degrees there's outside? You, yeah, there's yeah. those people here. Yeah. There's those people yeah. here. <laughs> so, um, how, yeah. How, um, when's the last time you were in LA or New York? Uh, well, I fly into New York all the time for work. Yeah, so yeah. like stayed though, like enjoyed the city and whatnot. Um, that wasn't on a layover? Yeah. Oh, it was probably a couple of years ago. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. My sister and her husband came over from okay. Australia. Yeah, that was fun. So we went out and uh, tore it up. That's cool. And um, and then 
I spent like a week there with my dad. He came over from okay. Australia. So outside outside of flying, um, I've gone and met up with probably mainly people that have come from Australia. Yeah, yeah. LA, um, no, I don't think I haven't really been no. back to LA in Do you, six years. How, how was it when you were like there? What did you think of it? You yeah. obviously not, you didn't like it enough. To no, actually, LA's like, cool. Like it's different. Oh, yeah. Like the... The West Coast is completely different to the East totally, Coast totally. and it's a different vibe. Totally. I, I enjoy like the warmer weather, but yet again, like yeah. big cities are a grind and big it's like anything. Are, yeah, if, yeah. You, if you're there with money, it's great. Yeah. If you're, yeah. if you're grinding it out, like, I mean, LA's LA. I love Santa Barbara. Really? Santa Barbara's bloody gorgeous. Hmm. But, um, yeah, so that's a bit of my, it's a bit of my story of, uh, my time here in Toronto. Um, look, it's been good to me. I believe in the power of manifestation and what our mind is able to do for us. And I think no matter where you are in life, you can create whatever you want, no matter where you are in the world, and you can make it mean whatever you want to make it mean. And uh, so here so, I am in Toronto doing my thing. What's uh, What's next for you? What's next for me is next year, definitely focusing a lot more on my life and health coaching, um, saving for a property and uh, continuing to fly and travel. These are, all the thing, these are all the things that bring, bring my heart joy. So Yeah, keep it simple. Keep it, keep it simple. Don't do the octopus thing. Don't do the octopus thing. No. Get to bed nice and early, drink yeah. plenty of water, yeah. take your probiotics. There you go, your vitamins. <laughs> Meditate, go Meditate. to the gym, F45, just saying. Uh, and... Yeah, no thank you. <laughs> I'm going to try that class pass thing, maybe tomorrow. Yeah. That's it. Fun. Cool. Um, what was I going to say? Um, I totally forgot. Brain fart. Um, do you want to like, do you want people to find you on the IGs or anything? Yeah, like sure. So, um, Kerry G Mitchell, it's K E R R I G Mitchell, M I T C H E L L. That's my Instagram handle. You can find me on there if you're interested in any life or health coaching. Amazing. And or maybe you want to go for a beer, like a bit of a VB hey, downtown Toronto hey, I'm somewere. Down. I'm down. Yeah. And I'll have a um, non -alcoholic beverage you'll have a non-alcoholic I'll have a virgin Susan, thank you. We'll have a virgin <laughs> gin and tonic. Um, all right, let's wrap <laughs> this up. Uh, my name is Lorenzo. You can find me on Instagram at Lorenzo underscore C A B A S O N. Thank you so much for listening. Goodbye. Ciao.